Hey guys, we just want to share about a, a live stream that's coming up with myself, Stephen McKee, and Jane Schroeder. Yes, it's on the 12th of December, Saturday the 12th of December, and it will be recorded so people that purchase it, different time scale, like in the US and different parts of the, the nations, will be able to watch it. Um, with a link, it will be already recorded for you. So it is live stream, but if you can't watch it live, you will get a recorded video later. And the title is Remnant Rising. What an amazing title, Jane. It's a brilliant title that we really felt that in this time, in this season, the Lord is looking for the remnant. Yeah, absolutely. God is raising up a remnant in these days. We can see darkness all across the earth, like gross darkness of people, but God has always raised up a remnant, whether it was Israel or whether it was like the Zadok priesthood, whether it was a small band of people, 120 in Jerusalem when Pentecost came. God always chose a remnant, and we believe in these days he's raising up a remnant. So join us, guys, on the 12th of December. Go to Fiery Crown and Glory. Dot com. That's right, fairycrownandglory.com and register there and we look forward to seeing you. And it's a live stream and you can also get the recorded video if you can't watch it live. So see you guys there, fairycrownandglory.com. Welcome guys again to Origin Gates weekly podcast called Wisdom's Echo. And I, I always like to bring something that I feel the Lord's speaking to me about. I don't like just bringing a message, it's just something just to put out there because it seems a good message or wherever. I don't actually even study to get a message. I like to just bring a message of what the Lord is doing in me and what he's speaking to me about and it's burning in me at the time, it's burning in me like a fire. Otherwise it's meaningless, even though it's good. I don't want good, I want what the Lord wants to say, otherwise it's just words, it's just a letter, it's not filled with the Spirit. And I was lying praying and I was just thinking about what the Lord is saying and what he wants to bring and what he wants to do. And there's many things you could say, but let me just read Psalm 110 and specifically verse 3 it says your people will offer themselves willingly in the day of your power in the beauty of holiness and in holy array out of the womb of the morning to you will spring forth your young men who are as the dew your people will offer themselves or your people will be willing in the day of thy power and do you know everything we're teaching, everything we're talking about is all about Yahweh and how there is a day and in that day he is going to display his power and his glory and he's preparing us. Everything we're, bring, we're learning, whether it's on here or whether it's on the Foundation Nest um, and various other platforms, it's all about being prepared, being ready, being Christ-like, being intimate with the Father, knowing Yahweh face to face, living beyond the veil. But the Yahweh's dream is that he is going to display there is a day. Your people will offer themselves willingly in the day of your power. There's a day reserved. There's a day that I believe is here. I don't even think it's the future. 
I really believe the day is here where we are being prepared for the day of his power. And this scripture says, thy people will offer themselves willingly. But my question is, are you willing? Are you willing to yield everything? Are you willing to surrender everything? Are you willing to live the crucified life, death to self? This is the keys to all the saints of old, and this is the key to the future, to thy, to the day of his power. And I believe he is going to release such power that this earth has never seen. And it says, later on, it says, The Lord has sworn and will not revoke or change it. The Lord has sworn and will not revoke or change it. There's something sovereign about what the Lord is about to do, what he's about to do, and what he's doing with us. And he's preparing us for the day of his power. And everything we've seen in the past, like revivals, um, you can talk about any revivalist you like, whether it's Evan Roberts in Wales, the Welsh Revival, or the Azusa Street Revival. All that was amazing. I, I read all of those stories, and I love all of those stories. But I, I also, I'm, I'm reading it really to learn the principles and learn what it, what it is they had. How did they manage to break through into that realm? But I also know there's a day of his power coming that's beyond any day that we've seen. Like Pentecost was an amazing, incredible day. The day of Pentecost. But there's a day of his power. And he's first of all revealing that power in us. He's changing us from glory to glory. There's a remnant on earth. There's a remnant been led aside right now. And this remnant just does not want anything to do with religion. We just cannot bear it. We cannot live under religious structures and the religious um, ideas of man, religious um, movements. We just cannot be part of that. But also, we cannot be part of lawlessness because there's also something that swings to the other side of this pendulum and it's in some ways worse than religion or, or just as just as deceptive and it's lawlessness where you go into a place where you just rebel against everything that's Christ-like, everything that's godly, everything that's holy because you think it's religious and it's actually not. But in the middle, in the centre, in the centre of Christ's heart, there are those that God is raising up in the beauty of holiness, it says. In the beauty of holiness. I'll read that again. Your people will offer themselves willingly in the day of your power in the beauty of holiness. I think there's a a thing that God is doing right now and it's, it's pulling us aside to be sanctified, to enter into that place of the beauty of holiness. You see, God himself is holy. He is the beauty of holiness. Christ is the beauty of holiness. But we are called to be set aside, to be utterly changed so that um, we are without spot and without blemish so that we can walk in the full stature of Christ in holiness. And I've spoke before about my friend Grant Mahoney's encounter where the being of holiness came into the room. And I don't know how it was revealed to Grant, but he somehow knew that this realm of holiness, this being of holiness, 
had not been in the earth since the Celtic saints. And it was grieved that it had to go, it had to leave, if you like, this realm because of religion. But yet this being wants to come back into the face of the earth, into a remnant, I believe, where we will be changed by that realm of holiness. Um, there's a beauty of holiness in the womb of the morning. In this place of darkness, in this place of the evening, in this place of night, we can think it's demonic and evil, but actually in this place of the night, in this place where we have been in a, a nighttime season, a dark season, we're actually being changed by the beauty of holiness into that place of being holy, as he is holy. The scripture says, be holy as I am holy. That, I believe, is not a commandment, although it is. It's actually like a statement, a declaration, an uh, invitation. It's actually like God speaking over creation, speaking over you, speaking over me. And he's actually saying, be made holy, become holy. So it's not so much a commandment demanding that we behave good and right. It's actually the ability to become holy because as he speaks and as we respond willingly in the day of his power, then we are changed. So there's inherent grace within that statement to become holy. There's an inherent power in that statement to enable us to become holy in the womb of the morning, that place of giving birth. And in this season where it's been a dark time, difficult time, I believe it's been like a womb. A womb is a dark place where you cannot see, there is no light. But yet it's given, it's um, enabling a baby to be born. This baby, this, this baby of a new breed, if you like, or is it an old breed? <laughs> a new breed? The new old breed, you could say, of holy ones, of ones who are walking in holiness, the beauty of holiness. I remember growing up in the apostolic church that I was part of as a child, and they would sing songs about the beauty of holiness, and there was a realm of holiness that they sang about that was so attractive, because to, holiness to us sounds something we don't really want, it sounds legalistic, it sounds like some of the touches maybe some of you have been involved with and they, they demanded holiness but it was very yucky and religious and legalistic it's not that true holiness is beautiful it's attractive it's the attractiveness of christ it's like magnetic it's like when you see christ in that inward journey because the kingdom of god is within you when you see him and feel him it's like you reach out to him because he's magnetic and he's holy and he's set apart and it's that realm of holiness it imparts to us holiness so it's not a set of rules it's actually more like a impartation of that nature of god that part of him that's set apart that's holy and it changes us it changes our inner man it changes our soul, it changes our, our bodies, it changes our mind, it changes our imagination, it changes 
everything that we are, who we were, who we were, who we are, and who we are to come. And in that place where we are changed, we are made willing to be willing. And we will be that people if we decide to be part of this, if we decide that we want to be the people that are willing in the day of thy power. And that day is approaching. There's a day that's being birthed out of the womb of the morning. There's a day that's being birthed out of that realm of, of darkness inside a birthing chamber. And there's a, there's a people, a holy nation that's being birthed on the earth. A nation of people who are fully yielded, fully surrendered, crucified. Ones who know how to be one with the one they love. Know how to be one with Yahweh. Know how to be in union with him. Who enter into that place of the beauty of holiness and spirit and truth. That place of walking and breathing and being in the spirit. And becoming like Christ. And in that place, God is going to administrate his justice and kingdom through us. He's going to administrate goodness and mercy and love. But he's also going to administrate judgment and sometimes wrath. But we must be willing. If we want to be used, if we want to be a channel of, of great power, great authority... Like greater than the Celtic saints, greater even than the early apostles. If we want to function out of something that does not just shake the earth but shakes the heavens, as Hebrews says, that there's coming a day where not only will the earth shake, but when the voice speaks through this remnant, the heavens and the earth will shake. If we want to be part of that, we've got to be willing in the day of his power. Willing. For what? Willing to surrender. Willing to yield our whole being, body, soul and spirit. You see, this is the keys of the saints of old. This, is, this was the keys of Catherine Kuhlman. She said, I could take you to the place where Catherine died. This is the key of Smith Wigglesworth, where he totally surrendered and yielded. This was the key for Rhys Howes during the Second World War, who prayed and actually was the heavenly ecclesia of his day. And they ended the Nazi regime through ascended prayer because it says Rhys Howes was transported into another realm and he lived there the rest of his life and he prayed from that place of being beyond the veil. This was the key of was death to self being willing in the day of his power. And we're going to walk in such realms of power like no generation has seen. But the keys to walking in that realm have not really changed. It's the crucified life. It's walking in union. It's death to self. It's being totally filled and flooded with God himself. It's being totally saturated in his presence. It's walking under the wisdom of God, not our own wisdom, not leaning on our own understanding. But when the Lord says go, we go. When he says don't go, don't go. When he says ascend, ascend. When he says... Be still, we be still. Thy people will be willing in the day of thy power. So my question to you is, are you willing? If you're willing, he will give you the grace. 
to change. He will give you the grace to walk in these things. It's not about our effort and ability and strength. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by his spirit, saith the Lord. So thanks again for joining us. This is Origin Gate. And this is Wisdom Echo.